welcome back in here to Sit Down with the Soup, episode number three of the 2022-2023 school year. It is December. Holy cow. We are almost done with the first half of the year. Can't believe it. It's gone so fast. It really has. It just amazes me. Uh, we're recording this on a Friday, so we have Monday and Tuesday next week of school, but by the time you guys are hearing this, it's going to be end of the first semester. It'll be, uh, it'll be out, and next thing you know, it's going to be 2023. That's Wow. <laughs> it's crazy just to think about that number. Um, it, so there's been a lot that's happened over the last month um, that we want to highlight here um, on our Sit Down with the Soup segment. Um, the first is there was a great turnout um, on December 9th for uh, the Taco Feast, which was a band fundraiser. Um, I was out here. I, I came out for something different, and I you could hear the music throughout the entire school. Yeah. Um, Mr. Iskin did a great job putting that together. Yeah, it was, it was a week ago last Friday, and uh, yeah, I walk in, the, the middle school students perform first, and, and uh, uh, just to give everybody an idea who wasn't there, uh, essentially they had a big taco feed, and so you got to come in and, and uh, go through the line, and, and the food was amazing, and uh, the middle school students performed first just there in the high school commons. Um, and then so you really just it was an opportunity to sit and eat great food and then uh, watch or listen to the band play. And so uh, they did a lot of Christmas songs. And so it yeah. had that Christmas, you know, that good Christmas feel about it. And um, and then the, the high school band uh, did a great performance uh, right after that. So it's just just a nice, uh, calm Friday evening, uh, one that we didn't have basketball, yeah. believe it or not, just the way the tournament was set up last week. And worked um, out great. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was really good. It was really a Proud of Mr. Hiskin and and all our band uh, band students for uh, pulling that. And I off. don't know if you noticed, um, but I have heard. Um, I'm not at the middle school, obviously anymore. Now teaching out here, I don't see him every day. But um, when uh, Hiskin and I, we talked one time in the fall, and I can't remember the number he said, but there's a bunch of sixth graders that are in band. Yeah, uh, he said it's the largest class he's had come through. Um, I think it's just an attest a testament to how well he's done to grow the program. Um, but I imagine there was a bunch of middle schoolers that were performing. Yes, the middle school, there are a lot of middle school band students right now. So we're going to definitely see an increase in band numbers as they uh, come up into high school. And uh, Mr. Hiskins done a great job of growing that program, just like you said. So yeah, he has, and so we're lucky to have him. Um, on this, on the flip side of that, you know, the choir concert, the Christmas choir concert, was held on December fifteenth. Um, middle school and high school choirs combined and sang Christmas songs. Miss Alt uh, did a great job putting that together. Um, they charged five dollars to get in, which is is a fundraiser for. Um, she does really good stuff. This is uh, all amazing. Those kids, um, she. Um, Last year, they took him to a Royals game to sing the national yes, anthem. Yes, that was really neat. Um, they, they try to go out and do stuff and be in the community. So that was a big supportive uh, fundraiser for them. Uh, it, it's not cheap to take kids around and do some of the stuff that they do. So uh, we appreciate everybody that was able to support them. Um, but they, and, and the, the performance was beautiful. Um, they did a really good job. Uh, it's always fun to go listen to Christmas songs. And um, they I had an opportunity actually to go in and sub for her. Um, on oh gosh a couple a couple days before the concert and hear them practicing their songs um, and how they all practiced them separately each mm -hmm. group and then they came together and how it sounded all together was really neat well my question is how did you sound 
Oh, not, not <laughs> good. Not good. Not good. Uh, I offered right away. I said, I jump in with you guys. You want me to sing? I can be the lead. Uh, and those students uh, instantly shut me down. They said, <laughs> said, no, we're, we're not interested. <laughs> they said, uh, you, you might be able to talk on the radio, but definitely not sing. So, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, cool. I, I agree. And this is, uh, Alt does a, a, a great job, great, great person, uh, and a great member of our staff. And so really proud of her work and a choir concert was amazing. And she's, she's just great. Yeah, we are very lucky to have her and Mr. Hiskin um, both in our um, band and choir departments. Yeah, we were just talking that maybe maybe that would be a good uh, podcast yeah. in the future to have them on and, and uh, celebrate our arts programs. Absolutely. I think it is a great idea. Um, it was also on December 2nd, uh, way back towards the beginning of the month, was National Special Education Day. Um, we are blessed in our district to have some really good special ed teachers um, that um, go above and beyond for our students. We are. Um, and and, that, you know, also with, um, you know, Mr. Farley is in a great job building that program. Mr. F- Mr. Farley. Growing did, it. Yeah. Mr. Farley does an amazing job. Um, you know, that that's our special education programs are uh, something that's not something necessarily the community sees. You know, it's yeah. obviously um, uh, pretty private and uh, as as expected in the way it's handled. But, um, you know, th- there are there are teachers and paras and um, aides in this district that pull off just great things for kids and. Um, really try to fill in uh, some holes that are needed uh, in their education, and and so we're we're really proud of our staff and you know how they how they run the programs. Yeah, um, and it is uh, it is amazing. You know, as a special education teacher, um, you know if you're you can't. There's never a day where you just say, "Hey, go work on this." right for 20 minutes cuz i need to do this you can you can you need they need a lot of attention and um it takes a special person to be able to give them that attention um and we're blessed to have some great ones in the district we are very much so um the board meeting was also this past monday um So do you want to discuss some of the board meeting items? Yeah, we had uh, our December board meeting. Uh, We've had kind of some uh, similar uh, topics that have been reoccurring as we try to work through some some of our discussions. But one of those is uh, board continued their discussion on getting a survey out to the public on the future of our athletic facilities, uh, particularly the track and the football field. And so um, that survey continues to be talked about. I know I talked about that in the last podcast, yep. but that's that just they're trying to get that, uh, you know, uh, just right so that uh, the data that comes back from it is exactly what they want. And so it's really important to get uh, to continue to work on that and make sure it's a it's a solid survey before it gets out to the um, gets out to the public, and then uh, you, sir, were on the uh, uh, were on the board agenda this time. So I'll let you talk about that real quick. I did get the opportunity. Um, I did get the opportunity to talk, um, and so as a baseball program, uh, we got approved to go back to Arizona again this spring. Um, so we take a spring break trip. Uh, we go to Arizona, stay for a week, um, visit um, spring training. We watch spring training games. Uh, we visit uh, spring training practices. Uh, we watch how these professional athletes um, work and train on a daily basis. Um, and it's really good for our guys. And probably the best part out of all of it, all, we do a ton of cool stuff over there. Uh, but the best part is just being around each other for six days yeah. um, and not around anybody else. Um, and now, do they want to, you know, 
maybe take each other out by the end of it. And, and we, you know, it gets, it gets really close. So yes. Uh, but I think that's a good thing and it helps build that camaraderie. Um, they, they're closer when we come home than when we leave. Uh, and we saw some success because of that last spring. Uh, we're hoping we can see that same success again this spring. Yeah. It's nice timing wise for your team too, because you're doing it before the season starts. And so it really kind of gets them back together yeah. and, and builds that team. Um, and yeah, so we do it. We practice for a week, um, a week and a half, and then and then we go. And um, it was it worked out great last year because over spring break here, it either rained or I think it even snowed one day. The weather yeah. was miserable every day, um, so they wouldn't have been able to, we wouldn't not have been able to do much outside anyways. Uh, we go down to Arizona and the weather is beautiful, right? Right. So um, it's just it's crazy they think it's really hot because we're not used to it at that <laughs> yep. point but yep. you know it's 80 uh, 75 to 80 degrees it's absolutely beautiful um you can be in shorts and a t-shirt at five o'clock in the morning um it's just it's just amazing and you guys do do some training down there while you're there yep yep yeah. so we practice uh every day uh at some degree some some days are shorter depending on what we have packed in but yep. uh, we practice they definitely throw every day uh, we stay in one big house which is is fun it's it's kind of crazy having that many high school boys but yep. um i wouldn't trade it for the world so we're pretty lucky we also i also talked to the board meeting um cali college uh, generously is donating their scoreboard yeah that's um, amazing to us to put up at ninth street at the practice field so it'll be a lot bigger than the one we have now um and it is so we can't thank them enough uh coach burrows and uh, company over there um we were their first call, so we got pretty lucky there. Um, they're gonna when they take down it down and put the new one up. They're gonna uh, we're gonna go get it, and uh, you know Mr. Cliffman's gonna grab it for us and bring it back. Um, so that'll be great, and it'll be really good. We're having um, more and more games uh, in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, where we've been doing tournaments to raise money, um, and we do more and more games at Ninth Street. I feel like over right. the last couple of years, um, so having that new scoreboard will be really nice. Yeah, it is nice to have that field, and and uh, really appreciate Cowley making that donation. That's a that's great for the community. Yes, and thank you to um, you know uh, JC at Bank of Commerce, Jared at Impact Bank, and Martin at Security State Bank because they we will have to do a little bit of uh, cement and and work and put a new post up because it's so much bigger, uh, and they're going to pay for that for us. Yeah, our banks are so supportive. Oh I mean, gosh, they just are, lucky. They, they just all of them uh, spend so much time and effort really uh, supporting our community and schools, and you can see it on everything. <laughs> you oh, know, absolutely, their names are on everything. Uh, uh, all over the place and so um and well deserved their yes. recognition for sure absolutely absolutely so um all kinds of good stuff at the board meeting and you, you know you talked about that survey going out mm-hmm. uh, i can't stress enough to all of our listeners um you know being a coach and being involved with these things like we want it to happen and um you know i'm a big believer that you know the better we can make stuff for our students and our athletes you know the more success we're going to have sure uh, the better memories they're going to have um but, you know, we, we need those results on those surveys. Like the, the more people we have fill that out, the more, the more direction we're going to have, um, which I know you guys have stressed a bunch at every board meeting. Um, but it's been a hot topic in the community. It has. Um, yeah. So we need people to fill that survey. Yeah, out. it's going to be. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Wellington's a very uh, proud, uh, proud of their athletic history. And uh, so we... We want to do that right and uh, support the community and, and really get feedback, you know, as to as to specifically what's what the community uh, wants us to uh, use taxpayer dollars on. So 
Um, a couple other things uh, from the board meeting. We have uh, this has been another kind of uh, topic around town. Uh, uh, they are wanting to uh, build a scooters in town, a little coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so one of the one of the ideas for that is uh, a little piece of land up by Casey's on the east side of town. And so they've uh, the realtors that are involved with that have been uh, talking to the school board about that, and so. Um, so I think the, the school board's kind of, uh, this is not, uh, I just want to stress that this is, doesn't mean that we're going to have a scooters there. That's just me. This is very early in, in talks, but, yeah. um, because there's a lot of other things that are involved, uh, uh, department of transportation, uh, would have to be involved cause it's on a highway. Um, and there's, so there's some other things that could, but I do think that this uh, group is interested in. Uh, bringing a scooters to town, whether it's at that location or somewhere else potentially in town. Um, so, but the I think the school board is uh, at least interested in uh, looking at if a land lease uh, might be uh, something that uh, this the company is uh, interested in, because yeah. that way they can take that lease money and put it back towards uh, students. Which that's a great so, idea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's where the talks are as of now. Like I said, that could uh, not become anything, uh, depending on how that goes. But uh, that's the early talks. And then uh, one to mention, Dr. Kern um, also discussed to the board. We had we had a number of. Uh, staff members that went to a social emotional conference in yeah. Kansas City. Uh, one of the one of the you know big things that that uh, we deal with with uh, with students that have uh, you know uh, social emotional uh, issues in their lives and and how we can uh, try to uh, you know uh, work on those things and and uh, connect that because the better your social emotional health, the better academically and student you're going to be or have yeah. the, have the ability to, um, have your brain ready for, ready for learning. And so, um, so we had a, a number of, uh, people go to the conference. And so she presented on that, on, on, you know, some of the great things they learned. And, um, so that was a really nice piece of the board meeting as well. Absolutely. Um, it was, a, it was a really good meeting altogether. Absolutely. Um, we will take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have our Crusader alerts and what is upcoming in the district. Are you looking for insurance? Well, we have a great recommendation for you. Renning Company is an independent insurance agency since 1933 that offers home, auto, farm, business, life, and crop insurance. To get a quote, go to their website today at renningcompany.com. Call them at 620-326-2271. That's 620-326-2271. You can find them right here in Wellington at 209 South Washington Avenue. Don't forget, it's Running Company for all your insurance needs. It's time now for your Crusader Alerts. Uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, it's December 30th, but uh, Christmas break did start December 16th, and we will be back in roughly six days on January 5th. School starts back up. Um, and then also, another Crusader Alert, something big I can't reveal too much, but a new podcast created by Lyric Cornejo and Kendall Jansen is coming soon in the new year. It's going to be a good one. You won't want to miss it. Come on down to Travel and Smoke Barbecue, where they don't travel no more, but their smoke sure does. You can enjoy a pulled pork sandwich or a nice rib dinner. They have Monday specials and Barbecue Taco Tuesdays. Their address is 217 North Washington Avenue, Wellington, Kansas 67152. You can also get a hold of them at 620-326-0540. Their hours are 11 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, and they are closed on Saturdays and Sundays. 
Well, welcome back, and thank you to all of our sponsors here at Crusader Radio and Radio353.com. We would not be able to do um, this podcast or any of our um, special programs that we do here on the radio without them. If you'd like to help become one of those um, sponsors and advertise on our station, email us at CrusaderRadio353 at gmail.com. Today, uh, we do have a special guest. It is Wellington High School Principal John Nance. Uh, Mr. Nance, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Uh, it is. Uh, we are excited to have you too. This is our third podcast of the year. I think right? so. Third podcast as we wrap up the end of 2022, which is crazy to think about. Um, but we are excited um, to wrap this up with uh, Mr. Nance joining us today. So first question I'll ask you is you first year as a principal here at the high school, um, always coming into a new environment is sometimes a challenge and you have to kind of feel things out. Uh, so talk a little bit about, uh, has it been a smooth transition? Um, how do you think it's gone so far? Uh, I think it's been, it's been a pretty good transition. Uh, coming from Wichita, working in high school setting up there, I had some kind of preconceived notions about things when coming in and, uh, I found out that, uh, uh, it's a lot more to the job than I assumed. Um, and, uh, but it's been a good transition. It's been, uh, good to get back to the community that, uh, that I grew up in and, um, to serve the students and the, the community in that capacity is, is something I'm excited to do. And, to can't believe that our first semester is already to oh a close. Gosh. So it's, it's crazy how fast it's gone. And, and let me just, uh, say that we were, we were really excited for, uh, for John to come down and, and take over our high school. And, yep. and, uh, it's nice to have a, a hometown boy come back and, and, uh, you know, that's going to be, uh, connected to the community and passionate about, uh, passionate about our school. And, and he's done a great job this first semester getting things up and going. And so we're, we're really proud of his work and everything he's uh, moving uh, the high school forward with. So Absolutely. And, you t- yeah, when we talked about, you know, being a hometown boy, coming back, do um, you think that makes it easier um, to come in and run the school as far as um, maybe you're a little bit more passionate about it because that's this is where you're from? Or does it make it a little bit more difficult being from Wellington? Well, I think, uh, you know, that's kind of a two-sided a two-edged sword there. Um, I think because the school gave me so much, I want to do so much for it. Um, And I am (laughs) kind of a fixer. And so I've really had to learn how to pull back with that. Um, The biggest difference is the amount of people I see in the community and how that that changes my perspective on the job. Uh, Because when I worked in Wichita and lived here, I never saw the people I served. And so it's... uh, um, it's good. It's good to see them. It's good to have conversations with about that. And uh, I'm just excited to, to be back and, and I work with the staff I work with and, and get to serve the people I serve. So, Absolutely. Well, we're very lucky to have you. Um, let's, let's transition a little bit to talk about test scores and right. testing. I know that's been an emphasis mm-hmm. uh, across the district. Um, you know, we had Ann Liver on last month. Um, and she talked a little bit about their testing process there as well. Um, but I know that was a big thing, um, that you've pushed since, um, uh, taking over, which is awesome. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, how, you know, how our test scores have gone and the things that we're doing to help improve those. Right. So testing is a huge part of education. Um, as a, an educator, you need to look at that data, um, every day to see where your kids are and see where you can, um, close gaps for them, where you can assist them, how you can alter your lesson plans or your, um, your instruction to meet those needs of our kids. Um, and so we're just closing up today, the winter fast bridge. Um, and we've seen some great growth. Um, we've taken that out of our crew con and gone back to our, our core content 
in those areas. So our reading and math teachers are giving those. They're really working on emphasizing uh, the why behind FastBridge, the why behind IXL, helping kids understand that just because you've seen the same questions all the way through, yeah. um, it might be because you're not answering them correctly or not spending enough time on them. Helping kids understand the reason behind the test helps them want to actually do better on it. And so um, just explaining to them the tiers that you fall in is something yeah. that uh, is a bit new for uh, our high school. And uh, I think it's impacted our scores. Um, the transition from fall to spring, there's a lot of new information in that fast bridge. And so some of those scores naturally go down. Um, but we've seen some real success with kids taking that test seriously. So. Um, and you mentioned IXL. So IXL is the program that we use to kind of help fill those gaps. Um, you want to talk a little bit about what IXL is? So IXL is our intervention software here at the high school. Um, we don't have interventionists like other schools do. Um, but with fidelity that we've seen it used, it ties to our English curriculum. It ties to our math curriculum our science and social studies curriculum as well. Um, Explaining to kids that the score they have on it, uh, so if a kid has a 960, uh, what that score means. Uh, That means that if you're a sophomore and you have a 960, you're at the ninth grade six month. Um, And explaining that, I've been in some classrooms doing walkthroughs when kids are doing their IXL and had the conversation with them. And I I sat down with uh, Gavin and said, hey, do you know what this means? And he's like, Um, And so explaining that to them helps them see, you know, I may be an 11th grader, um, but if my scores are in the 430s, maybe I didn't take the diagnostic seriously. And so the intervention I would be getting from the program is not always what I need. And so going back and taking that diagnostic over and, and understanding that has been a big thing for those kids. Well, I think it's huge to give, just like you said, to give students that ownership. And if they don't understand it, they can't take that ownership. Right. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll throw um, Claire kind of out there, but um, Claire Norris is a sophomore um, and she's very, very intelligent. Um, so it's, and, and, but she's used IXL. So her math, I just walked into Miss Vaughn's KirkCon um, just the other day and they were talking about it. And her math scores on FastBridge went up um, although the math classes she's taking aren't what's on the necessarily on the fast bridge test because she's so far, um, she's moved on and uh, math, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Like the stuff she's covering in math class is probably on like the 11th or 12th grade fast bridge test. Um, so she said, she said the way I, we made that jump is from IXL. So it helps every level of student, whether you're in tier one and you're very gifted, um, or you're in tier three and you're trying to fill those gaps. And, um, and the fact that it has science and social studies in it as well, yeah. um, it's a, a comprehensive um, program that, um, that is serving our, our population very well. Yeah, I think uh, Mr. Nance is doing an amazing job of really trying to get that understanding piece. You know, I, w- I walked in here the other day, talked to Gavin, and uh, he immediately was like, hey, Mr. Nance was in the classroom the other day and, and uh, you know, discussing testing and, and you know, really kind of helping us understand the connection of all that. You know, with the district has, uh, you know, as, as much as possible, we try to, uh, you know, as far as scientifically with the brain, uh, try to get a triangulation of data um, and so the way the district has that set up is uh, FastBridge is more of kind of a local assessment. And then obviously we have our state assessment every year and we can take interim assessments to get prepared for that. And then also uh, ACT scores, whichever, you know, that's the thing that most people are familiar with uh, across the nation. That's more of a national score when kids get older. And so putting all those data pieces together, if we can really get uh, students to understand the importance of being serious about that so that we can really 
you know, see where they're truly at and really helps us fill in the gaps. Um, so that's that's something that I think uh, we're pushing emphasis on. Mr. Nance is doing a great job with that, as within the discussion with with. Gavin to really understand that uh, student understanding of that. So, and it's not good. it's not just uh, kids that like want to go to college either. Right. Um, you know, these in, improving these math and English scores are helping the kids that are going into our tech programs and taking classes at Cali. Yep. If we can close these gaps, they're going to be more successful in those classes at at Cali or WSU Tech. Uh, I know Miss Case does a fantastic job of putting. Um, situate or putting opportunities in front of kids that they can yep. see uh here's what you could do when you leave the high school um and this you know taking the ownership of your test scores helps in every single aspect yeah. Yeah. And it allows us to adjust their education to what they need you know we, if, yeah. we, if they take it seriously and we truly know where uh where kids are at then we're able to adjust things to try to fill in those those gaps um and so that's that's massive yeah and that triangulation of data it, if a kid really looks at that, it, it gives them a whole picture of who they are. Yeah. You know, am I, am I college bound? Am I, am I doing well enough on the Aspire to get into the tech school? Um, yeah. Am I where I need to be? Um, instead of <clears throat> just kind of plugging along, this gives us a picture and it gives them yeah. a true picture of where they land. Yeah. It's important. Absolutely. You know, so another good thing that's happened at the high school, well, I definitely think it's a good thing as a teacher. So I'll throw that out there. But um, the, uh, Mr. Nance and uh, Miss Gill uh, and the administration out here at the high school um, gave the teachers uh, for a Christmas gift, uh, what they called the gift of time, uh, which was amazing. I know there's a lot of other teachers in the district that were pretty jealous of it. So uh, I'll let you talk a little bit about that um, and how that's kind of um, or kind of what your thought was behind it. So. Uh, when you think about giving your staff uh, a gift at Christmas or during teacher appreciation or things like that, um, you have to think about what is the biggest impact? What shows people that you're, you're valuing what they do? Um, because um, I've, I've been removed from the classroom for a while, um, but you guys, the work you do every day in the trenches makes a difference. Um, it's how my impact is felt in the classroom with the students. Um, is by supporting you. And so the idea of the gift of time is uh, uh, that I see what you do is valuable and I see that, that man, at this time in the year, um, it is, it's hard. We're pushing to the end. We've got a lot stacked on you. Um, and so what we've done is we took all of our uh, teaching staff. Uh, we looked at um, all of their days. Um, we split it by uh, the three of us. So Ms. Johnson helped as well. Um, and we went in and we uh, subbed for you no. um, and not just sat there and, and did worksheets. Um, so I subbed in Algebra 2 where I got to actually teach uh, a little bit. Uh, I got to spend time in Mr. Elder's class where we built, uh, we framed a floor um, and uh, we finished that up today. Uh, but the idea is that uh, you don't spend that gift of time on campus. You use that to do the things that you don't get to do, whether that is go shop for Christmas or take a, a late morning, go get yourself a coffee, something. Um, because yeah. I don't have the ability to financially give everybody something. And uh, if you give somebody something um, that's valuable, I think they'll use it and it helps refresh them. And the other thing that it does for us, um, which is a bit kind of selfish on my side, is it allows... Uh, students to see us in a different light. Um, yeah. Often your principals, your assistant principals are just somebody that you see if you're in trouble or if you've got to talk to them about something. Um, and uh, I've got the chance to um, sit down with kids, talk with them, impact their learning. And <laughs> one kid said, 
Mr. Nance, you have a lot more personality than I thought you did. So I'm like, well, that's good. That's good that's for good. you to get yep. me, see me that way. So yep. uh, I think it helps build relationships, not with just staff, but with the students as well. Um, and I know that doing it district-wide is, is tricky, but uh, I think if you start early enough, it's, it's important enough, and I think it's impacted our, our culture here enough that it's worth our time. So. Absolutely. And, you, and you've put a big emphasis on building relationships and building the sense of community mm-hmm. in this culture. Um, you know, that, and that's also prevalent and today. We're recording this on Friday. Um, you're not going to hear it until the end of the month, but we're recording it on Friday, the last Friday of the school year. Um, and um, today we're having a school-wide feast where the entire school eats together for yep. lunch, yep. Um, which is a big undertaking. Yeah, uh, We've had great community support. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some teachers that have taken on a lot to help make this happen. Yep. Uh, but that just goes hand in hand as well with kind of the culture you're trying to build. Right. Uh, so that today um, and our, <laughs> our lunchroom staff is a bit concerned about it um, because they're like, well, what do I do? Because they serve kids yeah. for... 75 minutes, uh, they serve kids, they serve teachers. Um, our custodial staff is like, well, I've got trash cans to change out. Um, we've invited them as well to all sit down, sit That's with awesome. us and um, not worry about, hey, yeah, we got to get this all out. We've got to get yeah. all that done. Um, they'll have that ready and then they'll have time to sit and eat with our, our students and staff because, it's again, it's very important that our kids see people as important. Um, not yeah. as just somebody to serve them, um, but they understand what they do is a great deal for them. Miss um, uh, Zika and Miss Gill really have kind of led the charge on this, um, and I'm greatly appreciative of that. Um, and they have all the tables, and we'll have about 550, 560 people at lunch. Um, so that'll be, it'll be tight, but it'll be yeah. okay. So it'll be, it'll be a good thing, and it's hopefully something that we can. Um, continue to do. Our community has really wrapped their arms around our building and are really helping with that too. So we're incredibly grateful for that. For sure. Uh, Mr. Nance's work on this is, is amazing. And you know, our, uh, in every small community like ours, uh, your high school is your center focus and, uh, you know, everybody's out and, and, uh, supporting athletics and activities and, and uh, to be able to bring that sense of community together and, and, you know, bring kids together and community members and staff and, and really make everybody feel, um, like a family is, is, is huge. So I definitely want to commend, uh, Mr. Nance on his work and, and, uh, you know, continue to plow forward with a great family atmosphere. For sure. Uh, well, Mr. Nance, uh, number one, thank you for coming on and joining us Thanks today. Thanks for having me. Um, this is awesome. It's been fun to talk about. And, um, you know, we hope that you continue the great work that you're doing at the high school. Um, and, you know, thank you for everything you do for our district uh, and for our students in the district. But it's silent currently. Tate lines it up. Oh, he misses this one. So Cheney's got a chance with 15 seconds. Both pushing it quickly to the corner. Hesitation. Drive, backside, three. Oh, it went in. It went in. He got it to go. Three from McDaniel. Here they go. Take to the corner. Right. Oh my gosh. Jack Wright at the buzzer. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The senior in the corner as time expired. Jack Wright, he hit it. Home.
And that was the buzzer beater from the home opener of the basketball season this year. Uh, and that was Jack Wright who hit the game winner. And we are joined by Jack now on the December edition of Sit Down with the Soup. Jack, um, thanks for you know getting out of bed this morning and coming to join us. Yeah, it's always good to stop by and get on the radio once in a while. Absolutely. Um, you know, Jack was well, part of the radio class. I didn't fit in with his college classes this year, but he's been a part of uh, what we've done. So he's he should be a natural at, at talking. Should fit right in. <laughs> um, so, Jack, um, you know, obviously having the opportunity to play play you know playing basketball in front of Wellington or Wellington crowd is always great. But having an opportunity to hit a game winning shot uh, is something very special. Not a lot of people get the opportunity to do. Um, tell us a little bit about how you felt in the moment of the buzzer beater last week. Um, I mean, like it was a surreal moment. I was just kind of like locked into the game, not really like. Hope, hoping it wouldn't even come down to the buzzer beater. Yeah. But once they hit that three to tie it, I looked up and I saw there was about six or seven seconds left, and I just started running down the court. Montel had the ball. I was just calling for it, hoping he'd give it to me, and he did, and I just knocked down the shot. That is uh, that is pretty. It's pretty amazing. Pretty special. Um, how talk about how um, probably surreal it was, but how the community maybe rallied around you after that. You feel like that you've had people bring it up to you and talk to you about it? Oh yeah, I've I've honestly got like so much, so many like texts and people like reaching out telling me like congratulations and basically hyping me up for that shot. And I don't know, it's something really cool, it's special. Something that you don't get to like see every day. For sure, it's fun. And it'll be a memory that sticks with you for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll, it'll never go away. You know, just talking about basketball in general, we're off to a great start. Um, f- five and one, right? Yep. Five and one. Uh, we host El Dorado tonight, uh, but El Dorado tonight. And then where, who do we host on Tuesday? Winfield. Winfield. Here. That's Winfield, what I thought. That's right. So Winfield comes here on Tuesday um, Two also, they're going to be tough games, but winnable games. So you guys have an opportunity um, to go um, six and one into the break. Um, and something, you know, I don't know when the last time we've started that well is it's definitely been a while. Uh, yeah. We were also ranked in, number 10 in the uh, 4A poll that came out this last week. Um, what has changed? Because last year um, we had a good season, but we we weren't able to maybe finish some of those games. Um, you know, we only won seven games. Uh, now we were in almost all of them. But what's been the kind of the flip of the switch that's changed this year versus last year? Um, I would just say it's somewhat like – Honestly, just like the senior group we have this year, we're, we're just like we've played together for so long and we've just, I don't know, found a way to win games when we were like younger and we've just kind of like we've had losing seasons throughout our high school and we just kind of like decided to flip the switch, I guess, and like we don't want to lose anymore. So, I mean, that help and then the help from the younger kids also helps yeah. us out. We've just found a way to pull through when we need to so far. Um, and it is. So the five seniors, uh, yourself, uh, Montel Tate, Malachi Rogers, Cope Henry, and Banks Henshaw, um, the five who uh, are the five starters um, and have really played the majority of the minutes so far um, this year. You've also had some big help from a couple sophomores and Brody Weir and Carter Burnett, kind of been the bulk of the minutes. Um, it, it looks like early, you know, we don't get deep into the bench, but um, it seems like you guys are doing a great job handling it. Um, you're in great shape. Um, and you're able to play those higher volumes of minutes. Yeah. Um, and and it, it is always good to have a strong group of experienced leaders. Um, and I feel like that's what you guys have. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I just really, I really like what you said about uh, you guys playing together for years, and you know, I think that even more than the you know winning shot, which is always an amazing moment, mm-hmm. uh, that that memory of you guys playing together for years and years, and and uh, you know your teammates and all the hard work you put in together, that that'll be a huge memory for you. Yeah, hopefully we can just, I don't know, keep this up. Hopefully, like in the end, I don't know. I want to be playing in Salina at the end of the Heck year. Yeah, so. absolutely. 100%. Um, so tell us, you know, you look into the rest of the season um, and the outlook of the season. You talked about, you know, your guys' goal is to play in Salina. Um, what are, you know, what other goals do you have going forward through the rest of the year uh, for maybe you guys as, as a team and yourself individually? Um, I'd say as a team, I definitely want to win league. I think we have a really great opportunity at that. Yeah. And I don't know, it starts again tonight with another league game. But individually, I mean, I don't really have any – individual goals I guess I want to be all league first team but other than that I just want to I just want to win games absolutely um, and that's the best goal to have you know that's the yeah. that's the only stat that counts right the, the wins mm-hmm. and losses exactly right. yep. um, and I, I tell you what I I'm excited to, to watch uh, obviously Andale is going to be really good again oh, yeah. um, they lost in the state championship really to well Bishop Miege last year and coach Buchanan does a really good job um, they're going to be good um, but I, you know it, we have to be right up there behind them as um, we're going to mm-hmm. give them everything they, they can handle. Um, and I think you guys, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You're going to want to definitely come out and support these guys and, and watch what they do. Yeah. Um, tell us what, what are your, what are your goals after this year? What are your goals for, for life after high school? You just pointed at me, but I was just getting ready to ask the exact <laughs> same question. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. I mean, like I've thought about it for a while, but I, I don't know. I don't really want to play sports after high school. I just kind of want to like start a new chapter after that. So I'm going to, Okay. I applied to Arkansas, University of Arkansas and the University of Kansas. And I just want to go to school there. What are you thinking about majoring in? Probably exercise science. That's like okay. a, going to like physical therapy or chiropractor or whatever. That's not like set in stone, but that's like where I'm at right now. It sure. could easily change, but yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, going to Arkansas, you know, going to KU, obviously, being in Kansas would be cool. Um, and I know that, you know, you're, you have people in your family that have gone to KU. Um, yeah. Going to Arkansas, that's a beautiful place to be down there. I'm sure you've taken a visit already. Yeah, Fayetteville's a really cool town. Oh, it is. It is really neat. Um, and they have a great baseball team. So that's good. Maybe, maybe you know, at least for me, it would be good. <laughs> uh, it'd be neat. Um, so are you taking, you know, our all of our students at the high school have opportunities to take college classes. And we know that you, you know, we already hinted at that earlier, but um, will you have quite a few college hours going in to next year? Um, Yeah, I think I will. I mean, I've taken like Cowley classes throughout my high school. So. And that'll be nice to have some of those out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't have to maybe be in the giant lecture hall uh, yeah. with 500 students taking, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, college algebra or whatever the case may be. Um, so that's an awesome advantage, I'm sure, that you love to have um, uh, leaving Wellington and going to somewhere big like KU or Arkansas. Yeah. So that is pretty neat. Um, so um, do you have any big New Year's plans? Because this is going to come out on New Year's Eve. So do you have any big New Year's Ooh. plans? Any goals not, maybe for not the Not that year? I really know of. There you not go. yet. I don't really have any plans yet, but I'm sure I'll, I'll find something to do. Heck Yeah. yeah. We're just trying to get to Christmas break right now. That's yeah. right. He's like, I'm just ready to be done with finals. Yeah. And get it over with. No, nope, sure. that's awesome. Well, Jack, we appreciate you uh, jumping on with us 
um, today. We wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season. Um, I know that group of seniors holds a special place in my heart, so um, I'm definitely pulling for you guys, and um, we hope that it, it ends with the trip to Salina. Senior year is always special, and it's been uh, it's re- been really fun to watch you grow up in the community and and uh, uh, be a huge part of our student body. And so we're really proud of you and your teammates, and uh, looking forward to watching you the rest of the year. All right, thank you guys. I appreciate you for having me on. Now let's transition. It's time for everybody's favorite segment of the podcast. It is the stump the soup podcast or the stump the soup segment. Uh, we're here with Ryan and Talon. Hello. Uh, and they did a great job trying to stump Mr. Hatfield last week. Let's see what they have in store today. All right. So we've got you some questions, and they are Christmas-themed this time because Christmas is rolling around. There you go. So I would like to start it off with what gift has brought you the most joy over the years? What gift has brought me the most joy over the years? Um, well, my kids. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you can consider that a, not a Christmas gift necessarily. Well, part of it, my uh, my oldest son was actually, uh, his birthday is a week before Christmas. So every year we, uh, uh, every year we kind of do the, he has one of those uh, birthdays that always gets wrapped up into Christmas. Yeah. That and sounds so, like a Christmas present to me. There you go. So uh, that's always connected to Christmas for me. Yeah, we'll, be, we'll be celebrating his birthday this weekend and then uh, rolling right into Christmas. And so that's always, I always have that connected in my brain for some reason. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best present you can receive. Yeah. And this is pretty convenient that I'm doing this because I just got a early Christmas present. Do you right. open any presents early or in your case, do you give any presents early to your kids or do you open any early? T- typically not. Um, I know a lot of families that will uh, do like one gift on Christmas Eve and we have not necessarily done that over the years, but um, I am actually, and I, 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 uh, well, that's, that's not true. I can talk about it cause this isn't coming out until, uh, December 30th, okay. but, um, so, uh, I do have to give an early Christmas gift this year because, um, we are, and, and you guys can't say anything in the high school because Coop's here. Um, but, uh, I got both of my boys, uh, chiefs tickets for Christmas Eve. And so Ooh, I yeah, have, that, so, that is a good yes. early so Christmas So obviously, and this will be, uh, this will be Coop's first, uh, ever chiefs game. And so, um, so we're pretty excited about that. So, um, so you guys better be quiet in the hallways when you see him here in a little right. bit. Of course, of course. Mouth yeah, is right. closed. Yes. So, um, anyway, so the, obviously with that being Christmas Eve, I, we will have to give that one early. So, uh, um, so, but typically we don't. Typically it's been all uh, Christmas morning type uh, giving. So, so when are you going to tell them? Have you decided? You know, uh, Gray and I have been talking, Gray's my oldest son. We've been talking about uh, that a little bit because he, I had to tell him because uh, he has, he's work. So he has to take off work. Um, and cause he does have to work on Christmas Eve. So, um, so he took off work. So I had, um, so we're, we were kind of actually tempted to just start driving to Kansas city and, and have him not even figure yeah, it out fun. until we get there. So, so if um, you're, if you're hearing this right now, we know. <laughs> we, we, we know. We all know. Yes, we all that's, know. Right. that's right. <laughs> that's right. I can't believe I just shared that. We've been trying to keep the secret. So, yeah. but well, good thing this doesn't come out yet. I, yeah. I have to. I have to trust everybody in this room. No right spoilers. Now, so. that's no right. spoilers. That's right. <sighs> good question. Okay, so what is your favorite part about Christmas? Because for me, at least, I kind of like Christmas like as a build up, and that like, Christmas Day is like you know it's Christmas Day, right? But. I really like the buildup and like the suspense, like, oh, a week till Christmas, you know? I love that thought. Um, I, I think the same way. You know, I um, I was just thinking about this last night, actually, because I, I went uh, to 
um, a restaurant and I walked in and they had, they had a, they had done a really good job of, you know, kind of decorating the restaurant and everything for very mm-hmm. much Christmas theme. And I just, uh, uh, you know, one of our, uh, guests on the, on the, uh, well, so I think it's Jack, this will be out. Yeah. This will be out after that. So I'm not spoiling anything, but, um, Jack Wright mentioned one of his favorite things, uh, on the, uh, Christmas program was the Christmas spirit. And so just kind of walking in the restaurant last night, um, you know, you could just kind of feel it. You know, everybody, I think everybody is, um, uh, it's that lead up that you're talking about. It's mm. the, it's just that feeling, you know, once you get to Christmas, it's great. And you, you know, you, you, you get, uh, are able to give people gifts and feel good about that. But I think the, I think the lead up is really important because it's just full of that Christmas spirit. Go, yeah. Everyone's you know. just happier and, during yeah, Christmas. Yeah. And seeing it. a good month. Yeah. One, one main thing I, I took away mainly this year is seeing like I, I have little sisters and seeing them yeah. like them like be so happy. We we yeah, got we got awesome. two little elves on the shelves, like yeah. those little things, and they are so excited about that. They they wake up every morning and just search the whole house for yes. it. Well, that's good stuff. And I I love just seeing them so excited about it, and it just, it just helps with the build up for Christmas. Absolutely. Are you, are you guys doing Elf on the Shelf at your house? We do Elf on the Shelf at our house. Yeah. Um, do you get pretty creative with it? Uh, my, uh, my wife gets pretty creative with it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Pix, Pixie is, is uh, her name. So yep. she comes and, and visits. Um, she was stuck headfirst in the tree this morning Yeah. Uh, when we woke up. Um, I think every year, um, well, actually, this is, I shouldn't say every year. It's only happened twice. Uh, when... The first year that Pixie came, Addie's favorite thing was um, that uh, Pixie painted my toenails <laughs> in the middle of the night, and Addie thought it was the funnest thing. Uh, and I said, okay, I'll do it one time, never again. <laughs> uh, and just the other night, I had fallen asleep on the couch, and my wife did it again. So I have some, uh, my daughter absolutely loved wow. it. She <laughs> thinks it's the funniest thing ever. Uh, and this time it was not under my consent. I didn't even wake up. I was having a cold <laughs> on the couch. So that's probably bad on my part, but um, it's, it is fun. Uh, I think it just adds um, a little bit. It is a lot of work. It is a ton of work. It is a lot of work. But it adds a little bit of, um, like you said, that buildup mm-hmm. to Christmas. And um, I feel like our kids, they, that's the, they're so excited every morning yep. to let's, let's do this. They yep. each have their own little advent calendars that my mother-in-law made too. So they, they get to open those and just every day build yeah. up to it. Yep. But I, I just think the, you know, the Christmas spirit within all that, uh, everything we're talking about is just uh, uh, probably what I like and connects to your thoughts about the lead up. So. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go ahead and ask the stumpiest question of Uh-oh. them all. Uh-oh. All, right. all right. What is red and white, red and white and red and white again? <laughs> red and white and red and white again. Um, That's tricky. That is really tricky. Gosh. Keep in mind, this is Christmas themed. This is a Christmas themed stump. You've been stumped twice already. You can't. You can't break your. Is it? Let me. You got to break this losing. This is for Mr. Hatfield, but I just have to. Ask, is it red and white and then red and white and then red and white and then red and white again? Can it be more than just two red and whites? Yes. 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 Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. I think I know, but I'll let it's okay, your Okay, I'm going to go candy cane. Okay. That was my guess, too. That is not 
correct. Uh, <laughs> no way. That's what I was. That was my guess. That's why I asked. Come that on, question. that's a decent answer, though. You have to admit it is a really it good is. answer. It I is. mean, it I is. would think that would be the answer for this one, but sadly, right. that's not the answer to the question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I have never been on here for the full extent. Does he get? Does he get multiple tries for the question, or do I just reveal? Let's this? let's it, let's see what the answer is. Let's reveal. All right. It. Yeah. All right. All right. The answer to this stumpiest question of this of, of all the questions is Santa falling down a hill. Uh gotcha. Oh, I get it. <laughs> that was yeah. that was that was a pretty yeah. difficult question. That was yeah. a tough that one. Was. It was that pretty was impossible, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's always fun to throw those riddles on. That that, that is impossible. I'm I'm, per, so, I'm fairly proud of the candy cane situation. I so. thought the candy cane was I, a good I answer. Thought, yeah, that was good. I was on the same page I think, as you. I were. think it should be candy cane. I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have got that. No one would have gotten that. That's no. that's why it's a good stump of suit question. <laughs> that's yes. right. Yeah. Uh, well, talent, Ryan, uh, thank you. You guys, as always, yep, did such anytime. a good job. Um, Appreciate you, you guys. You can hear them every every episode of Sit Down with the Soup um, at once a month here on Radio3x3.com. Merry Christmas. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to December's episode of Sit Down with the Soup. I thought it was a, a very fun episode. It was. Happy and New Year to everybody, and uh, really appreciate uh, Gavin and, and you for uh, making this possible. You guys oh, do is. great work on this. So. It is all Gavin. We're lucky to have him. Uh, that is for sure. Well, we hope you guys do ha- had a great holiday season. Uh, and we wish you a happy new year as we head into 2023. We'll be back at the end of January with episode number four. Make sure you continue to tune in to Radio 353 all month long.